Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Tourism officials in the state of South Australia are hoping residents elsewhere in that country are ready to flock back to the resorts in that region, and they've launched an advertising campaign with a unique slogan to help attract attention. Apparently, that region of Australia, known for fine wines and great food, and the tourism folks are hopeful that will once again happen as the pandemic wanes. And that's why they're asking fellow countrymen to go down south with your mouth. <laughs> okay. Alrighty then. <laughs> you know, Clint, Cliff, that's one country I'll probably never get to see, and if I ever got to see it, yeah. I don't know that I would leave the airport as dangerous as that place is. I think well, I would just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay right where I'm at. In a, a, a wide variety of plants, animals, and minerals can and will kill you at any time. <laughs> Morning Roadshow thought of the day. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, but yep. you can spit the mouthwash back into the bottle, and it will last <laughs> for a long time. No. no, you can do that. I mean, it, it is possible to do, yeah, but you probably don't want to. It'll last and last and last. So I've been told, anyway. Well, Cliff, that baseball field here at Gil Hodges, that is beautiful. That thing is absolutely beautiful. (laughs) Even if you don't care about baseball that much, I would encourage you to make the trip at 530 to see the game and watch the guys play and take a look at that infield. It's it's almost, you see the infield, how beautiful it is, and then you go out to the outfield grass and you're like, well, that's kind of disappointing, but the infield (laughs) looks beautiful. Just, I mean, it's still early in the year for that. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> it'll, it'll come around. It will, yes. <laughs> but, you know, the the turf on the, on the infield is pretty nice. I wonder pretty if, nice. um, and the giant red uh, tiger head behind home plate. Yeah. I wonder if uh, you have to sanitize that carpet every once in a while, Cliff. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I guess it would... I don't think right now you can, I don't think you're allowed to use... Uh, Oh, what am I thinking of? Sunflower mm-hmm. seeds. I don't think you're allowed to do oh. that this year because of the COVID thing. You know, it's not very hygienic spinning I mean, all the time. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> but, you know, there will be some player today, Cliff, some yeah. player that will get out there and think, you know what? I want to be uh-huh. the first person that ever spits on this carpet, and somebody's <laughs> going to do it. We law enforcement agencies nationwide have a unique language involved in radio communications. Frequently, they are 10 codes, but you'll hear other phrasing as well, and some of those are local to the agency. For instance, Gibson County Sheriff deputies know by hearing a certain radio code announced when the floor is being vacuumed in the 911 center that it might be difficult for dispatchers to hear radio calls into the center. You do have to wonder what code police in Plymouth, Minnesota will hear when dispatchers get this call. Authorities there have decided to that a crackdown is in order, and they are now encouraging residents to call 911 whenever they see this happening. 911, of course, is the number recognized nationwide for emergency use only, but in Plymouth, they want residents to call 911 whenever they see pet owners not cleaning up their dog's poop. City officials say they're not creating a new ordinance, just enforcing an old one in a different way. But residents, by and large, told a TV station there they don't plan on spending a lot of time calling the cops for dog poop. Such a controversy might deserve an expert analysis. So the TV station also interviewed a man by the name of Mike Nordine. 
He says the problem in that city isn't any worse than other places where he works, and he ought to know because he runs a pest waste cleanup service called Turd Nerds. <laughs> I would not want that on my IRS. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it always wants your occupation. Yes. <laughs> I pick up dog poop. <laughs> and are you pulling my leg? Do they really have a vacuum code here in Gibson yes. County? Yes, they do. <laughs> Seriously. No, I I told it was um, it's been many many years ago, back where my desk used to be. You know where it used to be when I worked at the radio station. Yes, I remember that. There was a scan. You know, there's there's a scanner, and I heard the dispatcher come on and give the code, and it was so funny that I'm like, okay, I got to call and see what that is. <laughs> so I called, I called the non-emergency line for the sheriff's office, and I said that code that you just gave, what does it mean? And the entire room broke out in laughter. <laughs> you could hear them all laughing because Cliff from the radio station had called and wanted to know what that code meant. And they said they're just running the vacuum. Read a study this morning, Cliff, that says yeah. if you're feeling down and out, mm-hmm. you can improve your mood by sniffing the armpit of a happy person. <laughs> and I'm not making that up. That's what they're saying, Cliff. And I'm thinking right now. Yeah. All the moms taking their children to school are saying yeah. in the car or the van or the truck, there will be no pit sniffing in our home, kids. Do not do that. <laughs> How do you tell? <laughs> I mean, it's because people sometimes hide their emotions. You know, someone could appear on the outside as being kind of gruff and, you know, sullen, but inside they're pretty happy. So how do you, you just walk up and say, excuse me, are you happy and can I smell your armpit? I think you just smell them and just see which one works <laughs> oh, for you, Cliff. I would prefer just... candy bars myself. I mean, <laughs> everybody yeah. can choose what they want to do. I'm not sniffing somebody's armpit. I don't know how bad I'd have to feel to do that, Cliff. I really don't. I don't know I, if I could I... do that on a bet. I mean, if somebody gave you $10, Cliff, would you sniff yeah. someone's armpit? No. 20 <laughs> No. 50? No. 100? Okay, maybe. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know your price now, anyway. (laughs) There used to be a time when no one knew the sex of a baby until it came out. It might be a good idea to go back. If we talk about a simpler time and an easier way of life, that might be it. That sounded kind of harsh to me, Cliff. What's that? Until it came out. I just thought it was just... <laughs> I mean, is that not what happened? Well, I, I guess I've never been in the room when it happened, but I, okay, yeah, I, mean, I guess the, that's the, right. It, it, the baby comes out of mom, and the parts are exposed, and the doctor announces whatever it is. It's a boy. It's a girl. Congratulations. Did you know? Yes. Was it by accident, or did you want to know? Oh, no, we, we yeah, we wanted to know. Okay. We'd first a warning, this story violates one of the unwritten rules of the Morning Road Show in that we don't talk about stories where people are dying, but the reason they died was so stupid the message just needs to be heard. Now, there used to be a time when you didn't know the gender of a yet-to-be-born baby until it came out. With the advent of ultrasound, parents could know if they so chose, but apparently that was knowledge we didn't need to have as it's turned into a gender-reveal fiasco after gender-reveal fiasco. A mom and dad-to-be in Cancun, Mexico, thought, well, what they had was a novel idea. They'd take all of their loved ones out on a boat in the lagoon and then hire a pilot in a plane to fly over the boat, do a bit of aerobatics, 
then release either blue or pink smoke to indicate the sex of the baby. And while the onlookers were celebrating, the plane crashed in the water and two people died. By the way, it's a girl. <laughs> there's been a bunch of that, Cliff. Yeah, there's been some really dumb stuff. Let's just, can we just not just say, we got the ultrasound, it's a girl. Or show a pink. Yay for us. Yes, yeah. or a pink or a blue uh, balloon, something yeah. like that. Something like that, yeah. Let's tr- stop with the explosives and trying to up one story after another. Let's just say it's a boy or it's a girl. Then I'm- everyone can say congratulations. Well, here's the rule breaking we had by private message on Facebook this morning, Cliff. Oh, okay. Yep. And we'll have to determine if we can do this or not. Okay. Terry Harris. Yeah. Listening this morning, she said that uh, her and her husband, Dennis, yeah. are celebrating their 32nd anniversary this morning, and they wanted to know if, or she wanted to know if we could play a special song for her husband, Dennis, this morning. Okay. And I don't know, Cliff, that does break a rule about <laughs> well. <laughs> celebrating 32 years of being married. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And no, so, I, I understand. Yeah. So what should we do here, Cliff? Well, I think the one thing we probably shouldn't do would be to say anything about Dennis because she kind of wanted to surprise him now, didn't she? That's true, yes. <laughs> so, since we've already stumbled there, we might as well just go ahead and finish breaking the rule the rest of the way. I looked it up, Cliff. Yeah. American Pie. Yes. I wasn't too far off with my 36-minute guess. <laughs> How long is it? It's about 8 minutes and 14 seconds long. <laughs> Well, as good as that song might be, and as classic as it is, that's long enough for it to die. <laughs> I think that's going to happen because it's too long. Yeah. You can be too long and get knocked out of the contest, right, Cliff? Yes. And even the bad yeah. ones that are short will make it all the way through because we can't right. get the calls answered yes. quick enough. Because it's, it's difficult to get four calls in to kill it in, in a short period of time. Now... I don't want any suggestions here by any of our wonderful 11 listeners for yeah. us to choose the song The Rise and Fall of Bossa Nova. <laughs> because that song there yeah. is 13 hours, 23 minutes, and 20, 32 <laughs> seconds long. I mean, that's actually a song? That's actually a song. Jeez. <laughs> Over almost 13 and a half hours long. We oh will goodness. not be playing that one, Cliff. No. Unless we have an upset stomach that day and we need some time to kill for a little bit. That's right. <laughs> Here's Kelsey Ballerini. Just read, Cliff, off of the internet that yeah. scientists over in Japan yeah. think they figured out how to hack our bodies and regrow teeth that we lose. <laughs> okay. That's kind of cool. I, I would agree. Yeah. So I just want to say... That would be yeah. nice if they could do that. Who hasn't lost yeah. a tooth or two at some point in time, knocked out or whatever? And yeah. it would be nice if you could regrow one without having a fake tooth put in. Yes. But I'm going to say the obvious now, Cliff. What would that and be? And don't hate me for this. Okay. I want to talk to you guys right now that are listening. Yeah. The three or four of you that are here. Yeah. Don't stop brushing just because you <laughs> think this will work. That's right. <laughs> They think it's going to be years before they can actually do right. it. So, guys, continue to brush and floss. Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, well, it had to be said, oh Cliff, because you know there's somebody no. going, well, <laughs> I can save some time in the morning. You know, 
talk about growing teeth without any effort, hopefully Willie Nelson lives long enough that he can grow him a new set of chompers, because I'm sure after all that tobacco he's smoked, his teeth ain't the greatest. I'm so sure that's tobacco that he's I been smoking. I was going to say, <laughs> I think there's one, one flaw in that theory there. <laughs> That's not tobacco, my friend. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not going to point fingers, but I'm not quite sure of that. And, Cliff, I read this morning yeah. that the price of toilet paper is yes. going to go up again, uh-huh. being high demand and short supplied. Yes. And they think now the price of gasoline will be $4 or more by the summertime, a gallon. Right. I'm, and I'm not surprised. I won't be able to afford to go or go. I mean, you know, it's, just, <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. The most serious crime in ancient Rome was killing a parent. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. And the punishment they met it out mm-hmm. was they mm-hmm. threw you in a bag with a monkey, a snake, a dog, a chicken, sewn the bag together, and then threw you in the river to drown. It goes over a little better that way, doesn't it, Cliff? The punishment. Um, not really, no. Not with the ta-da. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of a day, start with number three. Spit mouthwash back into the bottle. <laughs> yes, it's theoretically possible to do, but not recommended. Number two, calling the cops for dog poop. Always going to be number two. Always. Always. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today Sniffing the armpit of a happy person. I just can't make myself do that. I, I, I'm, I, if that's what it takes to be happy, I guess I'm just going to be sad. You're going to be a grouch. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.